<laughs> Sound effects coming back. <laughs> the only way to do it, man. The only way to do it. The best way to begin, at least. So, what did you say this cocktail is called? Servoir. Servoir. Pour moi et toi. <laughs> I'm, I'm showing off. Sorry. Yeah. That, 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 that I does, thought your um, Italian is better, man. Italian is better. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, but you're showing off your French. I, I knew like three words, man. Let, let me lose. Let me use it unless <laughs> I lose it. That's what they say. Let me use it before I lose it. Yeah. No. Forget it. And so you Yo, choose it. Okay. It's got such a cool yellow, like piss color. Color. <laughs> it's vibrant. I mean, it's as white wine, and, beer, and, and the secret ingredient. The secret ingredient, which uh, you haven't tried on its own yet. No, uh, but I shall at some point. All right, let's uh, uh, send this specimen to the lab. Cheers. Cheers to you. There's definitely alcohol in the specimen. Um, it, it, it does detect that. Yeah. Yeah. Just a slight hint. There is a hint. But not much, to be honest. It's very juicy. Yeah, I think. As in juice, like. I think you were right with the secret ingredient. Mm. Yeah. Maybe a bit too much, though. No. No, it's not too much. It's no, it's not overpowering. No. No, it's uh, It's good. It's all right. It's a. Uh, it's a very afternoon delighty type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's delight in this well, very late afternoon. So, let's see what the topic of the conversation is going to be. We have five pieces of crumbled up paper. And we're going in a, to... In a metaphysical hat. In a metaphysical hat, yes. that, that Built that is. to the shape of your hand. Yes, that, that's the hat. Um, I'm going to hold it out to you. You're going to pick one. And then we're going to toss it away and then we're going to pick the second one. Okay. No. All right, but... What if I close my eyes? Would, would that change the, the procedure in any way? How would you like it to change? If you don't throw it away, just, just go with the first one. Okay, close your eyes and pick the first one. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think I that know was what that was. <laughs> <laughs> my finger, yes. <laughs> yes, that was your finger. That's exactly what I thought that was. Let's try it again. <laughs> Focus. I, I don't want to close my eyes anymore. This is, you this is getting the, weird. Do you want to toss the first one away? <laughs> I, I want to toss my fingers away. <laughs> I just dip it in the secret ingredients. <laughs> it's not strong enough. Right? <laughs> okay. Second time. Oh, oh I, I, I feel a surface. That's the one. All right. All right. We got a, we got I, a winner. I have picked Open. something. Let us see. Who crumpled these? <laughs> we, I don't know. We should we should get a professional crumpler. <laughs> Respect. Respect. Damn. <laughs> That's tough. Can we choose again? <laughs> Told you we gotta toss away the first one. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, we will eventually do it. Do, do, do we do it? Now? Yeah, we could do it now. Let's do it, man. Let's do it, man. It's the I, fate. I, I respect the first decision. There we go. There we go. Yeah. That's what it is. Now, is that the first decision, would you say that that is fate then? The first decision, the decision that was made without your awareness? Yo, the thing is, there's no first or last to anything, right? Everything starts, like, I know this is a little bit off topic, but, like... Nothing's every, off topic. Everything from 
the beginning of time to the end of time, there's no first or last. There's always a series of things that just keep happening. Yeah. Like whatever you do, it's not the. It might be the first time you do it. First and last are only defined in relations. Exactly. Not right. like objectively. Objectively, there's no first or last. So yeah. The decision to pick this item, this respect, crumbled up piece of paper. Right? The decision might have been made the moment that came to you today. The moment might have been... The, the gears were in play. They were, they were, the balls just were moving. Ended up, it was a competition between these five items for whichever one that we picked. And we, we didn't even know about the five items to begin with. The decision just came to be that we're mm. going to go about you know, rolling some papers into balls and decide on that basis. And respect turned out to be the winner of the competition between and, the five and, of them. And we respect the outcome of that, even though we might have not wanted to go with it because it seemed a bit difficult to talk about. Because what do you say about respect? It's a, it's a big topic. I mean, there's like a lot of aspects to it for sure. Like we, could, we could talk about it in like the direct way of like how to conduct yourself around people. You know, you say like respect your elders or, you know, you have to respect the rules. I was I was thinking about uh, elders when I came up with this topic like when I wrote it down I was thinking like respecting elders like that used to be a thing right it's not a thing anymore not so much I mean it still exists and like you know some cultures some, some people cultures right? especially like yeah it, it is definitely more cultural thing it's not like a general understanding among like you know multicultural beings yeah it's not something that um, You'd see everywhere, but it's something that definitely like everybody at some point in their life has been has either been doing it or has been accused of you don't respect this or you don't respect that. But the thing is, everybody understands respect. Like, I mean, the whole like respect elders thing. Like, may maybe not everyone feels that, and maybe there is no basis. For that. Although I, there is, of course, basis for it because you think well. You know, people have lived longer, you know, they've endured more in their lives, which is undoubtedly true to yeah. various degrees. I mean, of course, but like, yeah, there is a, an element of need for respect that goes along with that. Like when you're talking about like, you know, people who are older, like yeah. there, there's things about them that like you feel you need to respect and it's different from case to case, but respect in itself, like everybody recognizes that, like you know when someone is like treating you politely with respect yeah. versus like you know when someone's being offhand or rude where when you're not getting respect yeah that's that's very true like you can tell immediately if somebody's respecting you or not and it might be a little hard to like point it out like right now i'm thinking of examples in my head that uh, like people have respected me or might have not respected me or situations that i might have respected somebody and or I might have disrespected somebody on purpose but it it's really hard to point out it's because of this I guess what I'm trying to get at is respect is a bit of an understanding you know like mm. it's it's understanding a situation having a full grasp of it or if you don't just understanding that you don't have a full grasp of it and just letting it happen that's what respect is right I think I agree with that actually, yes. So respect is a relative term, say, it, between people, you and me, right? Mm -hmm. 
we might not agree on every single topic that's out there, but we pick we know when if if I feel like there's something that you might not like to talk about or you might not want to get into, I will respect you like in a way that I wouldn't go into that because I have that understanding mm-hmm. of you not wanting to talk about it. It's but would you say that's because you know me or or no. I mean the thing is like I was just thinking like when you said that it it came to mind that you know like respect is earned I, I think you would agree with that yes sort of mm-hmm. I, I agree with respect being earned it's not like respect um, respect isn't earned respect can be earned but at the same time I know of situations that I've met somebody and immediately respected them but but wouldn't you say they earned it by some, by some way they of had. being? I mean, yeah. there was something that you recognized in them. Yeah. You know, you met them, maybe not for a long time, but, like, for some reason, you had enough time, even in that, like, brief sequence, to make up your mind about them. There was a certain characteristic, certain attribute, certain way of, like, the way they were behaving. Something they had. Something inside, maybe. I don't know, like, we can put a label on it, but... There was something about them, let's just say, you know, an X factor yeah. that drew this this feeling out of you to, to respect them. Huh. So there was that. But that, in a, in a way, wouldn't you say, like, they earned it? I mean, like, what that thing was about, them, maybe it's just, like, their character. Like, some something that they've become after, let's say, like, certain years of, like, difficulties, like, going through some some pain in their lives, like, certain things that they achieved, certain things that they lost, and, because we, we are, we are, you know, the product of our years in that way, like, just things that happen in our lives and the way we deal with them. Yeah. And they, they make up our character, who we are. Yeah. Like, a respectable character is, you know, to me, someone who's, like, you know, overcome a lot of things and, you know, stood strong and, you know, found a way to be a good person with that like that that's the kind of person that i would respect and despite like, of all that despite yeah. of all that like whether all the pain and difficulties and possible like misfortunes that they've gone through they've dealt with it they've maybe even made something out of it and that is who they are that that builds up their personality yeah and sometimes you recognize that really fast you know like in cases when you meet someone you see the way they walk or the way they present themselves even in the in their walking you know there there is something like let's say dignified about that that if you find like respectable yeah that's true so it is the understanding it is the understanding of whatever they've been through so i guess it's kind of like if you or me if somebody like a person like if you respect somebody then you probably have a scale in your head which like i guess we'll get to but like you have a scale in your head and then depending on that scale you kind of assess everybody around you not necessarily judge but assess everybody on every single moment basis and then you respect them based on how they present themselves and how the relationship develops that's throughout time and then they end up somewhere in the scale if it's from zero to ten then these people just kind of start out from somewhere in the middle and then they do something like you meet somebody you shake their hand they have a good grip you get a good feeling from their hand they go a little bit up then you know they talk they open their mouth the words they choose 
might be shitty. They the go way a little they bit look down. At you. The way they look at you, there's like a little bit of hate. There's a little bit of love. It goes down. It goes up. Tone of voice on. they use. Yeah, there's a lot of factors. Like subliminal of factors mostly, yeah. right? And and you know, yeah, like like even like the way they smell, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, the way they dress, like, I was telling you of about course, this yeah. guy that I randomly met today with the shape of his beard just made me respect him less. <laughs> and Because it says something about you, man. I mean, yeah. these things aren't random. Like, you know, it's true. I, I agree that, you know, the clothes don't make a man. 100%. I'm 100%. But the man chooses how he dresses or how he presents himself generally. Yeah. So it's it's not really the clothes because like the clothes were enforced on him, you know. Mm. If if you see a prisoner who's in a uniform, then I I guess you know by by that you can make up the idea that may, maybe not necessarily but maybe this person did you know some certain crime and they ended up there. So that's what we know about this character. But free people like they're not forced into clothing. So like th- that that's a choice they make, you know. That's the yeah. way that like they see themselves. That's the way they want others to see them. The right. the way they style their hair or like their beard, mustache, the clothes they wear, the shoes, the colognes, anything yeah. like all these like external projections of the yeah. self. Yeah. That that's just the way like they're externalizing what's inside them, or at least whether like the way they see themselves. And sometimes like it's not even intentional. Sometimes. You know, like, they go into a store, like, you know, it's for me, too. Like, you know, like, if I go shopping, like, I don't always know exactly why I pick out what I pick out. But, but it's you just, like... you make those choices. Yeah, I'm drawn to to certain things, and uh, I'm drawn to... I said drawn. Drawn to certain <laughs> drawn things. things. <laughs> drawn to certain things. And, you know, to certain things, I'm not. You know, I, I don't particularly feel attracted to them. Yeah. So yeah, like maybe I don't consciously know what it is that makes that. Maybe I could know if I like really thought about it. But like on an instinctual level, there are certain things that like you know make up who I am. That makes me choose what I you know choose to associate. And with, I guess that's what it is. Like when you meet somebody, when you when you meet somebody, or it doesn't even have to be that. It could be somebody that you've known for a long time, like you and me. Like I know you, but the way I've gotten to know you is. The first few times that we've met, like, yeah, we were kids. Like, I might might have not had a good sense of my surroundings. You might not have a good sense of had it. You might have not had a good sense of your surroundings. But what ends up happening is we'll go about our lives. We'll make choices because, you know, as soon as you start breathing and you start becoming conscious of yourself, you start taking control of your life and you start making choices about your life. And then once you make choices about your life, those choices make up who you are and based on that other people assess you right that's right so what you end up respecting is if you can understand the logic behind somebody's choices but that that is definitely true and um, if you approve of somebody's choices basically exactly what i was going to get at so like it's your approval that comes into play as well but that itself also like i think like it could be compared to attraction in a way because like that also goes back to like possibly like a lot of your childhood your possible role models yeah and the things that you've come to associate with let's say good or bad for lack of a i i can't really think of an, another way to put it attractive or unattractive you know yeah and like we we each have that and like it it differs i think among most people like i mean what you find attractive may be you know may not be what i find attractive or vice versa 100% yeah 
and you know that has like you know its own derivations from our own past experiences and like what we kind of let's say contrast that way yeah but that's that's the thing that's those are those scales right like your judgment scale let's call it for lack of a better term right <laughs> like it's your judgment yeah. scale that you kind of go and like if you match up like on a high level of my judgment scale then i end up respecting you right exactly for whatever reason you know it could be the wrong reasons i'm not saying it has to be the right reasons but if somebody comes to me and they match up my scale of judgment on a high level then they get my respect automatically but then I wanted to get to a different point. Like now this, like when you were talking, kind of like brought out this other idea in my head. And it's like, there's two types of respect. There is the, the respect that we were just talking about, which I, I'd are, say you, are you going to say the objective kind? Cause that's what I was going to say. Uh, I was going to say there's a natural respect, which is, I, I guess that's the objective respect. You, you just read my, yeah. I was going to say the same, but I thought like, it's like when you respect, like when you just meet somebody random and you just respect them, not because of, not because of the fact that you should respect them, just because of the fact that they're, you know, there's something about them that makes you respect them. There's something about them that attracts you. But then there is the other side of it. There is the other side of the coin, which is the obligatory respect, I guess. Do, do you mean that, like, as, as, let's say, human beings, that, like, we have this um, innate need to respect one another? Because may, maybe that kind of ties into, like, the other way that I was thinking about it too, the like, the objective sense that I talked that like, cause the thing what we were talking about before about like this personal sense of like, what you feel is respectable in your eyes versus what you don't find respectable. Right. That's the subjective side. Yes. But like on the other hand, like you call it natural respect. I'm just wondering if you're thinking about it the same way that I'm thinking about it. The 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 objective. No, no, I think we're talk thinking about it different ways. Like, I guess you could categorize it that way as well. You could categorize it in a subjective or objective manner, which is on an interpersonal level, or if you were like God looking down, like yeah. a hypothetical God looking down at everything else. Yeah, that is what I had in mind, actually, yeah. I don't know if that ties into like what I had in mind like properly. Maybe, maybe it does. Maybe we have to get like into it a little bit more yeah we'll see where it ends but uh what did you have in mind uh, what i'm thinking is there is a there's the two types of respect is one that's forced and what that comes out naturally so the one that's forced it's it's like when they tell you to respect your elders right you know like yeah. you have to respect every single elder but regardless but see, of who they are thing is um initially that's forced but if you're raised with this mindset it becomes natural to you forms your judgment scale that's the thing so like you know initially like you think why should i do this like you question it but after a while you, you do it over and over and over again you reach a point where it, it becomes automatic you don't really think about it. you see an old person instantly you have greater like respect for them than you would for let's say like when you meet a younger person per se right. You have less respect for that younger person because you're not used to having respect for younger people. That's the thing. Yeah, it's just like the association doesn't, you know, pre-exist in your mind, in your perception. Right. So you're saying there is no forced respect. There is, but it doesn't always remain forced. I think like at some point you will eventually make a choice. Right. Even if it's like a subconscious choice, like 
like like for you and I, I think like we respect our our elders. Yeah. I think like I don't think we've like actually thought about this choice consciously. Well, I, I don't know about this actually. Have you? No, 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 I haven't thought about it like consciously, but I don't know if I respect my elders because they're my el- elders. Like I respect my parents. I respect like your parents, like most of the my friends' parents, because I respect my friends, and because I understand that those parents raised the person that I'm friends with, right? That's but see, that's the thing. That's but also like that's not so much a respect for elder as it is a respect for associates of your associates. No, no, no. But here's the thing. It's not because I. It's not. It's not because I. Like respect you that I respect your parents, for example. No, but I, I think like correct me if I'm wrong, but like I think what you're saying is that like um you have respect for my parents. Right. Because you've known me for a long time, like I'm assuming you respect me, but that's okay if you don't. Uh, fuck <laughs> but, you, man. <laughs> but th- th- there is a let's, let's for, assume for the for, sake of conversation. For the sake of my feelings, this is let's a, already <laughs> very like deep conversation. Let's. But, uh, but for the sake of my yeah. feelings, <laughs> let's oh, assume. Yeah, those as well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's also a good topic for the next conversation. feelings. Feelings, yeah. We can add that down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like let's let's assume there is some underlying respect that you have for me, hypothetically. Yeah. Um, I think like when you have this respect for me, I, I mean this respect, not this respect. Yeah. You have this respect for me. When you meet my parents, you think, well, you know, these are the people who are probably responsible for a lot of who this guy is, if not like most or all of it, even because right. they raised me and they made me, you know, more or less the person that I am. So you're saying because I know you, I respect them because because of my understanding of you yeah i mean it's it's kind of like uh when you see a product like you see a, a grape that grows really well in a certain environment yeah you love the, the the grape you like the wine that it creates you know there's there's so much good about it but then <clears throat> you come to respect the environment you come to respect the soil that it comes out of yeah so I, I I'm just like it's an analogy. No 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 I understand that I completely understand that but that's again going back to like if you meet somebody and they're wearing like a I don't know like a cool ear piercing and you start like that gives you an image of them that you start respecting them. So in that sense like to me if I'm respecting your parents like I'm not judging your parents for example based on like you're just an accessory to my respect to them you know what i mean so what else is there then no i'm not saying there is anything else i'm just saying there is um, there's two types of it and there's ones that you're supposed to respect somebody and then there is the respect that comes out naturally but i guess what you're trying to get to is even if you're supposed to respect somebody you won't respect them because like you I'm trying to put this together. Okay, I mean, okay, think about it like on the flip side of the issue. If you meet a guy, you know, like let's say a friend of ours, mm-hmm. hypothetically, that like you you don't really like you don't respect them, let's say, for whatever reason. You think there are certain things missing from his character, like there are there are certain <clears throat> ways that he is which perhaps don't live up to your standards of like what a what a respectable person should be. Yeah. So in that sense, like when you meet his or her parents, 
you would have this this on the back of your mind you know it would be that they created this person they raised him or her if they did that is if they didn't that's a, that's a separate case but if they did raise him or her then you feel maybe they didn't do a great job so like you, so your respect maybe you will respect them but you wouldn't respect them as much as you would if you had respect for they you would know, start their on the lower point of the judgment scale like That's instead right. of starting at the if there is the judgment scale say goes to from positive 10 to negative 10 if everybody that you don't know starts at zero like this person's parents would probably start at negative five right yeah hypothetically depending on what they are who they are like all of that but yeah like i can think of a solid example for that I'm sure you yeah, can, yeah. so can I, but yeah. uh, I mean, we're, we're using hypothetical Hypotheticals, no, I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know, it, it, plus it's not about anything or any particular situation, right, so it's about, it's about patterns. That's right. Um, yeah, like if, if a friend of mine has a certain characteristic that I associate that characteristic with their mother, for example, and I haven't met their, the, this person's mother, but if I associate those senses with the mother and then I meet the mother the mother is going to come off as a on a negative scale so it's going to be harder for them to climb to a positive you know yeah so like score the basis like you know the your initial impression of them yeah is based on what you know of their creation yeah based on what I know about them based on my understanding of that parents choices yeah and I mean like we think about that like in different ways as well like I mean think about a, a creator of, of a different kind like an artist or an architect or you know like anything like yeah. a musician yeah like someone someone whose music you like you instantly like you're inclined to think that there's something about this music and the way it makes you feel that relates to the person that created it, which is completely natural to think that that actually that's now that I think about it that's what sparked this whole uh, topic in my head I had a dream yeah I had a dream that I met um, I don't want to name any names but I met this like Iranian rapper in my dream in my head that I knew I know a couple of songs of and he's pretty famous and like he's pretty big and he's one of the first ones that started it and all that Um, I had a dream that I met him and in my dream I told him what you do you you do a good job of it but for me it doesn't really have respect i literally told him that um and he kind of was shocked because he was like like in my head he was like what but everybody respects me you know because he was so famous right but that's that that's another thing man but then here's the thing it's not that i don't respect rappers right i there's a lot of like rappers that i do respect like to be a cliche like tupac and biggie i respected you know they were rappers right like the the lifestyle might have been questionable by a lot of people but I respected them because they did something that wasn't done before that's right so for me personally I've realized there is if somebody goes out of the way to create something new automatically they get my respect Mm -hmm. like if they do something new no matter how crazy or like morality set aside morality set aside if they go around be like oh nobody's ever killed this many people like this like Eh, that's that's a different thing. That's mm-hmm. a I, I feel like that's that's another thing that plays into this whole score thing. But for everybody, not just me. But um, when it comes down to normal people, 
usual people going about their everyday life. No, nobody's done anything like crazy. Nobody's like you know been a mass killer or you know done like some damage to society. Nothing like that. I'm talking about like everyday people. If I meet somebody that does has done something that's changed humanity for the better, created something in an attempt to make humanity better. You know, like if. That's my understanding. Even of if them. it's entertainment, you know. Even if it's entertainment, I mean, even that's if value. It's, even if it's just bringing laughter to the group yeah. of friends, like whatever. No, but but that is value, man. You know, it it doesn't have to be like you know who created the penicillin. Like sure, like some people get to do that. You saved lives, and that that's entirely admirable. But on the on the flip side, not not everyone's like bestowed with the same kind of intelligence. It's it's the way or conditions too. Or conditions, conditions man. Like the we're. we're we're not born even in a time to be able to, you know, invent penicillin, even if we had the potential for it. Not that we're saying we do. Right. But, I mean, if it's already been done, then, you know, that's already checked off the list. Yeah. But, like, from the things that are left and from your own abilities, not everyone has the same abilities either. I think that's, like, the biggest issue to... Find your right abilities. Yeah, and then, like, well, whatever it is that you're good at, that you can shine in, I think, in a way, like, maybe it's not your responsibility but maybe it is i I, th- I think that's that's also another big question if it maybe we could do that as a different topic what's but the like, topic responsibility responsibility i'll start writing these down good we will make a big list but uh no i mm, but also it, it it does tie in with respect though I mean, do we do we have a responsibility to respect? I mean, that that is a that's that that was the whole thing that I was going for with um, obligations. You know, that's like, the if, thing. If yeah. You're, if you're if you're forced to respect somebody, then is it really respect? Like like to me, that's that that's been a, a kind of a big question because it's like if you're saying respect could only be respect if it's voluntary. If it's voluntary, if it's natural, you know, if it's if I want to respect you, and I do, then it's respect. If I have to respect you, then it really doesn't matter. You know, it really doesn't matter if I want to or not, and it really can't be classified as respect. You know, like because I have to anyway. Like, but it doesn't matter what I want. It doesn't could, matter. Could There's you no be forced to respect somebody though? Yeah, like I, I can think of like more Eastern cultures, like you know, like back home, or I hear it's a big thing like in the far east that you have to respect your elders it's it's part of the culture in a lot of the um dojos i think they're called mm-hmm. right no no i yeah. i see what you're getting at it's, actually and respecting um, your elders is is a big thing you know what yeah I, i'm not saying that's wrong it's just saying there's no choice in there you know i i agree man yeah because um on a on a intellectual level, like on on a level of like an exercise of will, yeah, I think it's it's a good thing actually to, to be forced to respect to be people. because you know some people like they don't maybe like they just they grew up really rough or you know they had like really difficult lives and never really had someone to look up to and maybe like they enter a dojo to get rid of some anxiety some repression Anger issues yeah whatever you call it whatever yeah. it is that they're dealing with. But if at the same time they learn to respect someone, even if it's forced in the beginning, but eventually it will develop into true respect. Right. I think that does introduce their consciousness to 
a, a, to, a constant, like a, a topic, a, a feeling, even that I think they should be. I think everyone should be in touch with the with the what, what respect is, what it represents, and how it feels like. I don't, I don't think it's good that like someone might go around even their whole lives not knowing what respect really is if they've never met someone that they genuinely respect it. Yeah. It you're right. You're right. And and when people when you know even if you know they've somehow been lucky to have had some other people respect them. Yeah. If they've never had respect for someone else themselves, they wouldn't understand respect coming from others to themselves either. They just think they've been they're being admired or they want something from me or something or, like yeah, that. They, yeah, they they misconstrue that, they misrepresent it, they, they misinterpret it. Yeah. That that's how that's, that's how true. it comes across to them. They need to understand what respect is and how it differs from admiration or love or demand or all these other or things expectation that expectation or anything that could be all the other things that could be mistaken yeah. for, you know, that which they not they aren't necessarily. I mean, sometimes you could have a combination of these factors coming your way, but they are mutually exclusive. Like this is something that you know I think everybody should understand. And and for that reason, like they need to know what it's like to respect somebody themselves. Like they need to come to come to contact with this feeling in yeah. themselves. No, that's true. That's definitely true. Like I I didn't think about it that way. Like it it's good that. If somebody hasn't experienced proper respect, because everybody, no matter what their situation, they respect something. They respect someone. They have some. Everybody has some values in their own heads that they go about there every day. And if they see somebody else that has those values in them as well, then they naturally would respect them, right? Just was what I was thinking. No, I'll go for it. So this whole. Forcing people, I guess there's a wisdom to that. Like if if you, especially like at a young age, at a young like, age, just teach people how to respect, and then they can pick and choose what they respect. Cause it is a learned curve, right? So long as you know, so long as they become familiar with this this feeling that what 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 it's like and what it means to have respect for someone and what it really represents. And I think. I mean, as as an exercise, let's say, something to be taught to a young person because, you know, they're still fairly malleable, they're still quite capable of learning and, you know, retaining things for a lifetime because you know, we, we, we do get closed off more and more as we age. Yeah. And, you know, it just it becomes harder and harder to, like, learn and retain things. Yeah. We could memorize stuff still, but... No, but especially core concepts, it's, it's hard it's to not, It's not quite the same, yeah. like, especially after a certain age. And I think, yeah, like, like forced to be, you know, be respectful for your elders, for example. Yeah. Like, I think it, it, it's like a safe choice, I would say. Like, of all the things that you could force your child to be respectful for. Yeah. Elders, it's, it's usually good because what you're respecting is their experience, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, it, it's not necessarily because they, they're older. It's because they have more years living this life that nobody knows what it's about. Yeah. Right? This unknown that we all live in, like, there are some people who've lived in it a little bit longer than us. Might be minuscule compared to the grand scheme of things, but it is a little bit more. So it's good to just have that baseline. You're right. It is a safe choice. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's that. But yeah. 
respecting your elders is definitely is definitely a start good starting point. But so I to think, just teach you about respect, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but then keeping that as a hundred percent black or white rule, I'm I'm not with that. I guess that's what I was going for before. Oh, it's no. it's um wait you, you mean like the, the elders yeah the elders thing Example, it's like yeah like specifically you always have to respect your elders no no at it's, first it might start out that way and it should usually start out that way at a young age but yeah. then as you get older and older and more experience comes to you no because no, you know, i mean like you, you, know, know. you could see some old person who was a bastard his, his entire life you know like there's no reason for you to respect them yeah uh, unless you know <laughs> you're drawn to bastards and you respect them for that specific purpose yeah but I, I personally wouldn't because i'm not but yeah. i mean you could be different is what i'm saying yeah. but to respect elders just because they're old i think i don't think that's a good enough reason on its own yeah. but as a basis to like let's say establishing the concept of respect, respect. let's say in your child yeah it's I, one of those I things think, yeah, it, it's a good uh, good gateway respect you know yeah. <laughs> it's a good start to like it's a good start to that concept and it, it's one of those things like this just sparked something and i'm thinking it's one of those things that's essential for a child to learn like loving is one of them respecting is one of them sharing is one of them yeah. you know those core concepts that kids have to learn which like now that i think about it it's like back in elementary school middle school we didn't learn all of them no. you know like nobody in in school they teach you about math they teach you about like science they teach you about history they teach you about religion all that they teach you we, we don't we never really had a manners class yeah, yeah. there's never a manners class there, like even in the most civilized country in the world with the best schooling system nobody has a manners class and i'm not saying there should be a manners class but it should be embedded in the system you know like the whole culture of the education system has to have that in a way it is maybe not so much here but where we grew up at least but i th i don't think they go about it the right way no they definitely it, because you know it's 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 not like a parent you know being like a little verbally mean to your kid because you know they they were disrespectful to an old man yeah. But like there, there are penalties involved. Like let's say in an educational system, that like you feel if you don't respect your teacher, or at least you don't pretend to respect your teacher, yeah. then they're gonna hate you. They're gonna fail you. They're gonna be mean to you. They're gonna judge you. But that's not based on your intellectual abilities necessarily, but just based on the fact that they don't like you because you're disrespectful. To but them. that's where it's wrong, right? Like the system has that concept in place. But it doesn't differentiate between fake respect and real respect. That's the like problem. Kids can pretend to respect their parent, uh, their teachers, and they can get away with it. And man, you know what? Like it's it's a system like this that kind of fosters fakeness. You know, it's it creates fake people that go around pretending to feel this way or that way because growing up, that's exactly what they did, and that's what enabled them to get away with different shit. Yeah. And you know, that, that that's what actually got built into their characters instead of an actual genuine feeling of respecting Respect. someone or not respecting someone yeah. and being true to those feelings. It kind of creates a sociopath out of you who's just oriented towards gaining what you want to gain. Just by pretending to be something that yeah, you're not. Ir irrespective of you know what it's making you, the kind of person that you're becoming, and also the effect that you're having on other people because you will end up hurting a lot of people along the way. It just it makes you selfish and it makes you destructive, really. Yeah.
That's actually so true. Also, another good topic for uh, for a future reference: being what? fake, fakeness. What fakeness. makes the difference between a fake person and a genuine person? Yeah. Right. That's another one of those. But you were saying something about objective respect and subjective respect. Objective respect. Yes. So, what do you think about that? Per se, uh, do 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 you think you need you need to respect people just because they're people? I think if everybody respected each other, just on a, I think if everybody respected things and everything, and by everything I mean humans, animals, things, rules, everything, world would be a better place. The world, like. I see. The thing is, I I agree with that, in in a really vague way, which I I, I can't exactly. It, it's a very vague concept. It's yeah. like it, but, saying but respect think, everything. It's like what is everything? But know? at the same time, like I feel it could go too far, just respecting everything because it could be because, boring. No, it could be boring, and you also leave yourself open to exploitation, because I mean maybe you believe it and I believe it and. Let's assume, you know, <laughs> some crazy assumption, but let's assume 99% of the civilization, the population also believes it. So 99% are respectful and completely oblivious to any like malicious reasoning that may go behind some things that are happening around them. They just accept it. And 99% of the time, they're right because 99% of people are respectful. Yeah. But that 1% who somehow decides to not be respectful, to pretend to be, but, you know, the, the ruling class, let's say. Yeah. And they take advantage of the fact that everybody respects everything and whatever rule they're imposed upon. Yeah. And they're just, they're, you're making yourself sheeps. Yeah, but that's the nature of positivity, you know? Like, I agree with that. Like, you're more vulnerable. But the nature of positivity is just that, what you said, because... Think about it. Like allowing ma- yourself to be vulnerable. Yes, that's a positive thing. Allowing but yourself being vulnerable. I I think man, like I I agree, but but in, in a sense that it should be reserved for those who earn it. That's a good point. That's a good point. Very good point. But then, who earns it? Again, we go back to the whole scale, right? No, but but that comes to acquaintance. That comes to getting to know somebody, spending some time with them getting to know who they are and what they represent and what what their motives are what they're trying to get out of out of life out of their relationship with you but here's the thing Let, let's think about it in a mathematical term like on a mathematical conceptual term kind of thing so respecting everybody if if you're respecting everybody that you'll ever meet and you you know you're possibly exposed to then you know you could be you could be ruining yourself and exposing yourself too much for other people to exploit you and that's that's the rule of the land no matter what good or positive feature that you talk about it's the same with loving people man if you're loving a person that doesn't know how to love you back you're exposing yourself and you're gonna end up hurting yourself you're wasting your time and you're hurting yourself but here's 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 a little bit of philosophy so think about positives right a positive and a positive together, multiplied together, is Creates always going to be positive, right? 
positive and 10,000 positive is always going to be positive. So no matter how much positivity you add, it's never going to change from yeah, positivity. But if you throw one negative into that punch, it, it changes thing. everything. If you, if you have 10,000 positives and one negative, it makes the sum of it negative. Yes, therefore, right. if you have 99% positive and, and 1% negative, it, it then... Ruins the, it ruins, poisons the entire culture. It's the same logic, exactly. Right? So, the negativity just ruins everything. But then, it doesn't have to be a black or white positive or negative thing all the time, right? Like, you have a good point. Positive, like, respecting people on a... Um, on a need to like reserving it based on how much you know the other person and giving it away to the people who are actually deserving on your own scale that's the right way to go about it but then the point that you should always start at i think in my opinion is the point of zero you should always try to be as neutral and as unjudgmental as with people as possible at the beginning so this way whatever they are if they're positive you end up positive and if they're negative then you're not losing much because you see that they're negative and you can remove yourself from that situation. But would you be seeing that they're negative? I mean, if you're indoctrinated into this system of assuming, you know, complete positivity, then you kind of become naive, don't you think? But that's what I'm saying. I mean, you don't have experience with negativity and how crap it could be for you, how, how, can, how it can just destroy everything you believe in. But you have a you get a feeling, you know, like this kind of ties see, back into feelings. But you don't know that, do you? Because you you're saying this now because you've lived in this world for and I've this, seen as some long negativity. as you've seen. You're right. But I mean, put put yourself in the in the other situation. If you've never seen negativity and you just suddenly see like, negativity, you, you interpret it. You might interpret it as positivity. You might interpret until it as positivity, or un until it's too late, and then you'll be mortified. It would be like a terror on your mind. It would just like change your entire conception of everything and once it does come to your attention introduce itself to your consciousness it has even a chance of just basically destroying everything you believed in it could make you cynical and bitter could even drive you crazy that's yeah. the problem with that thing that actually reminds me of something i think this is a um lesson in life just like learning when to be positive and when to be negative and when when to adjust yourself based on the situation is is one of those lessons in life that everybody's will learn at some time in their life like everybody chances are if you live long enough you'll be you experience positivity and you'll experience negativity even if it's for brief moments in your life you'll experience it enough so that by the end of your life you'll know what's positive and what's negative right i feel like that's one of those things it's one of those lessons that you learn but I guess what you're trying to say is if if you're always I'm saying this utopian scenario just doesn't work. No, utopian scenario doesn't work, but what does work is aspiring to create a utopia. Absolutely. That's that in itself I think is the most pragmatic utopia po like ever possible, you know? Just always aspiring to create a utopia. You can never create a utopia. That's a given if if you if anybody's ever thought about this enough they can tell you that utopia by itself not only will be boring but it's impossible in terms of like human conditions it's impossible like if somebody explained if, if somebody describes heaven to me 
I can point out flaws in it as why it wouldn't be heaven itself, right? It would be boring. It, would, it wouldn't be... The problem with that is that somebody describing heaven to you doesn't know lives in this world. Exactly. So <laughs> this world does not have the capacity for heaven or hell for that matter. Yeah, and neither does their conception. I mean, like they have lived in this world for how, however long as they have. Yeah, because... And however long as they have is enough, whether it be you know, five years or 50 years or 100 years. Yeah. It's <laughs> we no that that makes perfect sense. Like we don't understand what it's like to be completely black or completely white. Like we don't understand any side of the spectrum, right? We don't we don't get what the like extremism doesn't exist. You know that's why extremist people don't don't do well in this world. They always fail, whether they're extremely good, whether they're extremely bad. And that's why, like, you and me can't figure out a way to be, like, 100% always be respectful of everybody or 100% don't be respectful of anybody. It's it's a hit or miss. It's a you got to build it up, you know? Like, that's why when you said it's a good thing that it's a good baseline to start with teaching kids to respect their elders, it's a good starting point. I agree with that because if you start there, you you can build up on top of it. Yes, there will be the odd elder, maybe more than a few, that you would end up disrespecting. But it's a good starting point to be able to build, oh, okay, this is something I respect. Oh, this feature is something I do not respect. If they're rude, for example, in their language, in the way they speak, this was why I don't respect them. Like, I don't respect people who are rude. You know, that's that's one of the criteria for that judgment. For me, as I was like saying before, um, if something is, if somebody is creating something, adding value to the world, that's respectful to me. It doesn't matter what they are, who they are. They could be, like, I'm not a big fan of, like, pop stars, like, generally. But if there's a pop star that's doing something slightly differently, I respect them slightly differently just for that. Yeah. You know? Like, as I was saying, like, way, way before in the conversation, it's like, that rapper that I was telling you like the Iranian rapper the reason I didn't respect this guy was because he doesn't create anything new he just does everything that the English culture rappers do <laughs> like the North American rappers they do just in Farsi yeah and it's like there's nothing new to that you know like yes that's kind of cool that what you're doing for Iranian culture like it's different for the Iranian culture but you got to think about the whole humanity it's not just about the Iranians or the North Americans or this or that. That's that, that. I mean, I don't know who you're talking about because I'm not really familiar with all. Doesn't that. matter. But no, I mean, you know the me, idea. To me, it just sounds like he's doing business. He's not creating content. He is, but creating then, something that creates an income for him. He's found a market that's responsive, and he's he's, he's learned how to tap into that. He's just selling product. It's it's not really an idea that he's putting out. It's not any value that he's putting out, in the terms that we're talking about. I mean, value is is a subjective term, of course. And yeah. You could call value. Basically, anything can have certain value. So, but like if we're talking about added value, about something new, some unique way of thinking that hasn't been thought up before. Then he's he's not doing that. He's just he's creating a product of himself. It doesn't it doesn't have to be anything special. Like it doesn't have to be up to my standard. It has to be something new to somebody. You know, like for me, it's yes, it's something new that it's it's gotta be like you know if I'm listening to a rap song, it's gotta be like some sort of a 
different way of rhyming, different beats, like something that's not done before, you know, like trap music became a thing, right? Like when that that was becoming a thing, I kind of like the idea of it because it hooks you onto this beat. But then everybody started doing it, like Iranians, like North Americans, this, that. It's like you listen to it and it's like, okay, fine, it was cool for a second, but then it's like, let go, let's let's move on to the next thing, like. What now? Like, it's just, there's a point to it. I'm not saying that. I, I think they're just stuck in in a, in a rut for the time being. I mean, something something new is bound to emerge. For sure, and you know what that is like that that little trap like element. Oh my god! Th- no, please. You know that please. sound like. Oh my god. That, it's there's a point to it. Like when it was a thing, it was like because it, it creates this percussion element that kind of hooks you into this rhythm, right? It's kind of like it creates the mute like it. It's it defines I'm the sorry. music, but it, you know why you think that? Because you've heard it so much. Because you've heard I it so many. Even. No, I, I've heard it out of the windows of passing cars. <laughs> yeah, but but here's the thing: like you've heard it because you've heard it in a context that you didn't like. Like that Not element. You know. That element can be used in a rock song, and it's, I've, I've it can still be good. I've also heard things that I enjoyed in the and, same context. Really? Yeah. So you just don't like that element? I just don't like that element. I, I don't see anything that's appealing about it. I, I honestly, I, I struggle with this, man. I'm, I really try hard to see what it is that people see in this sound that for some reason is so popular that literally like everyone who's making music in this genre or genres like somehow related or connected to this genre, they're all doing this. I yeah. just don't get it. Like from the first, from the beginning, the first time I heard it, it's like, what is, what, why is this happening? Yeah. And then I heard it again. I'm like, this song I just heard. Yeah. And turn out it was a different song, but it was exactly the same sound to it. Just yeah. a different song, and I just heard it over and over yeah, over yeah. again, like a thousand different songs. Can't let it go because it's like it's, it's the same there. damn thing. Yeah. It's exactly the same, and it's just. I don't think it was about the setting, man, because I mean, that same thing, I remember one time I heard a Russian rap, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> I didn't have time enough to stick my phone out of the window to sound hound it or whatever. <laughs> Just wanted to yell out, yo, what is this song? <laughs> I think it was Russian. It sounded Russian, but it was really, really cool. I enjoyed that. <laughs> and now I will never know. That's the problem. What it was, because yeah. I don't even know what he was saying, same. of course. So you can't even look at the Lyrics. Even if I hear it again, I might enjoy it, but I don't think I'll remember if it was the what same it was. thing. It was like a few years ago, <laughs> but for, for like you know a passing instance, it made me really happy and then really sad. Momentary beauties. <laughs> oh my god, those yeah. are the worst and the best. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is, man. They create these ideals in your head. But I think we're getting off topic. No, though. for anyway. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> it's. But it goes all it all goes back to that what makes you respect something and what makes you not respect something, right? It's like yeah, yeah there could be the forces like that you've been bought brought up with, you know, your parents, your culture, your school, whatever. It could be all those forces that make you respect something or not. But I think that at the end of the day, what really defines your scale, your judgment scale, is how much you've thought about it. Thinking, you know, like, not many people do that. Not many people do that because you know what? It's 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 a hard thing to think. Like, surprisingly enough, yeah. It's it's you think it's like you think thinking. <laughs> again, like 
that's too many thinkings, but <laughs> it's, it's inevitable. It's inevitable, <laughs> man. That these episodes have it embedded in them. I mean, I, I think that's what these episodes are. We're, we're thinking about thinking, yeah, out loud. Yeah, uh, together. <laughs> we're master thinking. We're master thinking. We're, we're group thinking. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. That let's not equivocate that. No group think. That's yo group think is actually it, it's a different topic again, but like. Being able to think about what you believe in and what what makes your values is something that not a lot of people do because it's it's uncomfortable. You gotta dig deep in your head and it's painful because you gotta destroy. You gotta like take down every foundation of core and values that. And you have to be honest. You have to be honest. You have to be brutally honest with yourself, right? And you know, it's being honest, like criticizing. You know, like you know. Yeah, anybody can be a critic. But that's the thing. Anybody can be a critic of other people. Not everybody can be a critic of themselves. That's absolutely true. That's what makes the best kind of critics, man. Like, I'm a hypercritical person of myself. And sometimes it comes out and I see that I'm criticizing people around me. Like, my family and, like, my friends and all that. And it's like, especially the people that don't think as much as I do. So it comes off as negative to them. Which I can understand, you know, like, it's not something that I'm, I'm saying it's it's bad. It's just that it's a misrepresentation for them because they don't understand that the reason that I'm criticizing and I'm thinking about all this and I'm breaking it all down is because I want to make it better. I want to build it stronger, you know, like, it's because of that. It's not because I'm trying to bring them down, you know, but... For whatever reason, I still haven't figured this out, but for whatever reason, our culture, collective human culture, as our group think as humanity is that we don't want to feel bad. No, of course. Which I think there's like a biological reason to it. There's a biological thing to it, but people don't think about thinking much. And because of that, yeah, you're protecting your ego. And and because of that, like what I'm trying trying to get to is because of that, the respect is misplaced. You know, you like respect. I think has to be pointed towards the things that you value on a, on a principle basis, on a foundational basis, right? But a lot of people don't point it to the right direction because they don't know what their values they're are not aware they're That's not the aware thing. of their own own values which which breaks my heart man i know no i i absolutely i agree with that completely now and when i see somebody that knows their own values I, I admire that like as soon as i see that i'm like whoa like that's the attraction for me it's like when i see somebody that i that they know their own values it just takes me away man like it just takes my wind away it's, it's gay as that sounds I mean, as uh, happy, happy as that sounds. Yes, yes. Thank you. That's why we have this group conversation. Because otherwise, it it would come yeah. off as offensive. It would come off because that's because they wouldn't know exactly what you're trying to say. Whereas I've known you for a very long time, we can say. Yeah. And yeah. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. No. Subjectivity of time set aside. <laughs> <laughs> also a different topic. Now, the sheets getting filled in. We gotta. We gotta we need a new sheet. Sheet. <laughs> shit. You mean shit? <laughs> Christ. Yeah, <we> get out of here. 
Not yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, for sure, man. I mean, it's it's that you you need to be in touch with your own values. That that is, I think, the fundamental basis of what makes you a potentially a good person. I mean, you could be a terrible person, but still be in touch with your values, and you would still be an improvement upon a terrible person who's not in touch with his values. Just just knowing it, having consciously spent the time to to consider things, who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in, what you're willing to fight for, per se. Yeah. I, I think it's important. I think it's good to have values, even though, I mean, we preach open-mindedness. I, I think we agreed. Yeah. But, but that being set aside, I mean, that that's its own value, for sure. But on top of that, I mean... It's it's also built in to accept other values, <laughs> which is which is a which is why which is the reason why it's a good value. It's a it's we've thought about this, and if you think about the possible outcomes of this value for for general you know human purpose, it's a good value because it exposes you to better values. Yeah, it it leaves you more possible routes. Exactly. The, the most possible that I can think of, because I mean, if, if you pigeonhole yourself one way or another in, in, a, in a concrete zone, let's say a non-open mentality about things and, you know, feelings and values and interpretations of people, like anything, just whatever that is, it, it makes you less, it, it kind of fences your potential. Yeah. Kind of cages you into a self-made prison for, for the sake of the context, but it's it doesn't do you much. But even still, like what I what I, what I wanted to say, like even if we start with the whole open-minded thing, even if you're not an open, as long as you know that, you recognize that about yourself. Not only will you be more in touch with the reality of your own being. Yeah. It would in itself make you aware of other realities as well. I think that's where a lot of hate comes from, actually. Not being able to understand not somebody being, else's reality. Not being able to understand it because, like, you don't necessarily have to be open-minded to understand someone else's reality. E- even if you are, let's say, you know, someone someone who's stuck in your own mentality, someone who's not really willing to compromise in what you believe in. Which, which can be good or bad, depending on what you believe in. Mm. But if, if you're so stuck in that and you don't even know it yourself, you just accepted this your whole life, that this is who you are without really putting it into context, there is no, you have no potential for growth. I, I think that's one of the worst things that you can impose upon yourself. Because you limit yourself. You, you limit yourself. And yeah. like, like once once you actually do think about yourself, who you are and what makes you who you are and what you stand for, and the reasoning behind that, you already understand the structure and you see exactly on which side of the spectrum or which box it is that you place yourself in. Yeah. And and that that consciousness, that just being aware of that fact alone also presents to you this reality that there are other boxes out there there are other places
places on the spectrum, there are other thoughts and feelings that maybe you haven't explored. And hopefully, you know, that could prompt you to even, like, look into that, you know. If you'd like, you know, that, then it's your choice. If you like, yeah, but, but yeah. you don't blindly walk down a path. Even, yeah. even if it's a good path that you, you find really pleasant to your way of thinking. But you're not walking down it mindlessly. You know that there are other paths and you chose this one. Exactly. And if you see somebody who's walking down a different path, then you understand that, okay... It's easier to understand and it's easier to communicate with that other person. Yeah, and, and there is no reason for hate. There is no reason for hate. E- even if they, they differ from you fundamentally, as long as you understand your path and your reasoning for it and their path and their reasoning for it, you, c- you can at least communicate in an ac- amicable format. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. And yeah, that, that would be, I think, you know, a realistic potential to look for. It's, it's, not, it's not a utopia. It's completely realistic to me. It's just, it requires more people to really look more inside themselves. Yeah. That, that's all there is. Just like forget trying to convert people into beliefs that they don't agree with. That, that's for their own sake. I mean, if they like to associate with a certain side aside from the other you know that's that's their prerogative but it would be great if at least you know they thought about their own side the side that they're taking instead of just blindly following that because their father did it and their father before their father did it is this is so strange because what you're saying uh, what you're saying is pointing to the fact that if you look inside of yourself you look inside if you find out what you value and what you don't value you find respecting other people much easier it's true man and it comes more naturally it does it's absolutely true because if you look inside (laughs) yourself you're looking inside a part of humanity if if there is any humanity left inside you one eight billionth of humanity yeah and i mean like you can say like you know certain people don't really qualify to be called human if if they've done really unspeakable things even then even even then possibly but even setting those aside you know the people who still haven't gone so far off the spectrum to not be condemned unspeakable yeah if if you just look inside yourself you, you're really looking deeper into what you are as a as an entity it's, it's not just about you you're you're a part of a much bigger community and it's not about association per se it's about accepting who you are while at the same time allowing for the existence of others you know i read a book like a long time ago like in high school i I went through this phase in high school that i read a lot of self-help books and philosophical books not not like hardcore like ancient philosophy and all that just like you know everyday like philosophy of life kind of like day-to-day get you by like positivity negativity all that there was this book called the dark side of being i read the translation of it to uh, in to farsi it talked about if you connect with somebody or if you hate some if you like somebody very much or if you dislike somebody very much like if there's a potent energy on either side of the spectrum is because you see that in the other person it's because that good feeling that you get from liking that other person is something that they have in their 
I guess, energy, like antennas, like their own spiritual antennas is vibrating the same energies that your own spiritual antennas does. And then when you're disliking somebody, it's because you see that you could have the potential of showing that negativity in you. If you dislike somebody so much that you have to go around talking about them, it's because you see that feature in you. That's, that's entirely true. That's and that's all my mind, man. That's a fear, I feel. That's overcompensation. It's fear of you turning into that. You're afraid. Like, if I see that, you know... And, you... and that points to a deeper issue in itself. If you're afraid of turning into that, I mean, if that isn't logically defined necessarily as being something negative, yeah, then you have prejudice. There's no other way for it. And until you look deep down inside of you to define that and to understand it and try to move past it, you're you're not going to feel any better about the other person. Absolutely. And this is, this is an interesting turn of events because I never thought respect would be something that would come from within. Like, it respect is something that, like, my respect for you is because the parts of you that I resonate with, I respect. I catch you. And, and same goes for any other two people that might respect each other. It's because they resonate on a level that they respect within themselves. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is, in a simpler term, respect is when you respect some part of you, inside of you, then anybody else who has that part inside of them, who resonates that, you respect yeah. on that aspect. Absolutely, and that's it. Like, that's where it comes from. It comes from within you. It, it's nothing that they will have to do. Like, if somebody comes out to you, comes out to you and says, "You gotta do this for me to respect you." It's just their own insecurity being reflected onto you. That's exactly it. Holy shit! There's no reason for you to have to live up to that, unless for some reason you feel the need to impress this person even then it's not real respect it's not you know i mean it's, it's not true respect no, it's, it's just it's uh, some twisted you know like like slave and master relationship yeah in like, an emotional way like disfigured like weird carcass of a feeling <laughs> yeah that somehow exists but it's it's not what it pretends to be definitely not Shit. That's interesting. I didn't expect it to turn out this way. Me neither. <laughs> that, that was <laughs> respect to that conversation. <laughs> respect to that conversation, man. Cheers. I think we sufficiently covered it. That's what I'm thinking. I think that's it. There's not much else to say about respect. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I think we... Uh, we pretty much exhausted that topic with all due respect I mean whatever it is that you think you may want to add I think we're just gonna cut it out so alright with all due respect though you say that like you want it to be the title of the but, track uh, I mean it it seems like it could be so I don't know I was thinking like respect respect I know I know you were thinking that but that, that's just like twice the same thing. So but I was really, thinking it in a golem voice. You know? 
Like, respect, respect. Alright, well, um, <laughs> my apologies to the listeners. He just went deaf. <laughs> Wasn't that loud? No, but it's, it's a very high register. Yeah, so. It's a very high, like the dogs. That if, if they're listening with their dogs, the, the so, dogs are gonna be barking. So, at this sorry point. if you got bit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I like that. With all due respect, that's a pretty with good one. With all due respect. Yeah. And and you know, it, it there, there's there's something behind it. I think. Yeah. Um, Let's do it, man. Thank you. I see how it is. <laughs> With all due respect. Accepted. <laughs>